Hi, Bruno Jr. here. Our podcast, Busting Addiction and Smiths, is sponsored by SafeHouseRehab.com. SafeHouse believes that traditional treatments fall short of the needs of clients who face the modern problems of addiction. Modern problems need modern solutions. Multiple addictions, multiple relapses, multiple triggers, and cheaper and more powerful street drugs set up unprecedented challenges facing treatment centers. What is needed is a more sophisticated approach, a better way forward. There are three reasons to choose our progressive modern treatment program. One, a more sophisticated intake process. Two, technology proven to enhance recovery. And three, the most robust aftercare program in our sector. To learn more, visit us at safehouserehab.com. Season 11, episode 12. The title of this episode is, What Will It Take? Question mark. I've heard this idea expressed countless times. It goes as follows. I don't know much about the problem, but the one thing I do know is that you can't help an alcoholic until she wants help. This is probably the most unchallenged and dangerous myths about addiction that stops families and friends from responding to a deadly and destructive disease. Says Deborah J. She's co-author of Love First, A Family's Guide to Intervention. She goes on to say that it leaves us standing on the sidelines while addiction runs through our families like a freight train. When any of us says you can't help an alcoholic until they're ready for help, what we are silently thinking is, therefore, there's nothing that you or I or anybody else can do about the problem. This is simply not true. It's a lie. It's a myth. Think about it. Not much would get done in this world until we all waited until we were so-called ready. We know what we need to do when we get on doing it. Getting ready might be the action we take to actually do the job, whether we feel like it or not at the moment. Instead of buying into the cliche that addicts won't accept help until they're ready, how about we ask this question, what will it take to get them ready to get help? When we ask the question that way, we change the way we talk about the problem and change the approach to the problem. So instead of seeing ourselves as passive and helpless spectators of a horror show, we start examining potential ways to break the cycle of pain to put an end to the drama. There's what we call the unplanned intervention that does indeed make the addict ready sometimes. Things that qualify as unplanned interventions include, oh, jail, divorce, getting fired, getting thrown out of the family, a health crisis, overdose, bankruptcy, you get the picture, woes. How much better if we, the family and friends, could arrange a loving, dignified, structured intervention instead of leaving the addict or alcoholic out there at the mercy of his addiction and the ugly, shameful consequences that come with it? We absolutely must remember that addiction and alcoholism are progressive diseases. They never get better with time. They always and forever get worse unless they're arrested. The problem with the thinking that addicts need to hit bottom first before they wake up is that getting to the bottom may take years of suffering, and the bottom may mean death, a long prison sentence, or life as a homeless street person. Those on the way down may hit many different bottoms before the final bottom is reached, and they'll incur many bruises to the body, mind, and pride along the way. They don't wake up because they see the light. They wake up because they feel the heat. So what we do is to focus the heat in an intervention. We give the subject two two choices, essentially. 
Treatment now or being cut off from all enabling support, all done with love at the core. Hence, love first. Commitment is the power that will drive your work. Deborah J. notes Napoleon Hill, American philosopher, who noted this as he observed successful people. The moment you commit and quit holding back, all sorts of unforeseen incidents, meetings, and material assistance will rise up to help you. The simple act of commitment is a powerful magnet for help. So what it takes from a family member who is really sincere about breaking the vicious cycle in which their loved one is trapped is a commitment to do the following. One, accept that addiction and alcoholism are progressive disease states. Two, learn as much about the disease as possible. There are several excellent books on the topic. Start with Love First by Deborah J. Visit www.shatterproof.org and look for 14 outstanding books about addiction and recovery. Three, get help for yourself by attending Al-Anon meetings in order to break the cycle of codependency you have found yourself in, whether you realize it or not. Four, start organizing an intervention with a team of trusted, enlightened family members and friends. Even if you don't ultimately have that intervention, at the very least you will, found, you will have found some answers to questions that have been puzzling and baffling. In her other terrific book called No More Letting Go, Deborah J. talks about an informal intervention where the addict or alcoholic is approached gently by a person he still trusts to have a conversation that might just might lead the loved one to consider going to an AA meeting or even treatment. So here are some guides to an informal intervention. First of all, don't go it alone. Select another person to go with you when meeting with the addict. That other person should be known to the addict and at least somewhat trusted, a neutral party, if you will. Number two, stay calm. Even if the addict becomes defensive or argumentative, don't follow suit. Anger will derail the conversation. The addict will always win. Three, choose the time and place carefully. The addict's home turf should be avoided because this is where he or she is in control. Don't have the conversation if the addict is high. That's pretty obvious, but some people do. Although some people are never fully sober, find the time when they are the least intoxicated. Four, don't stir up shame by saying something like, hmm, you made a fool of yourself last night getting drunk the way you did. There's a better way. For example, one could say, I see how alcohol is hurting you. I've been wondering if you're feeling uncomfortable about it too. Really gentle. Five, have an action plan in place. Know where and when the 12-step meetings are taking place. Have the number of the treatment center handy. You never know. Six, if the addict becomes angry, remain calm and loving. Love first, remember. You say, it's only out of love that I am willing to take the risk of speaking to you about this topic. I'm always there for you, please remember. And if you like, we can go out to breakfast next week, okay? So no matter what comes of it, at least the seed of recovery has been planted. In my personal case, I confronted my own daughter with my observations and it took only three weeks for her to take me up on my offer and enter a treatment center. I really think an angel was watching over us all that time. My kid and I suffered with this dreadful disease, and she's okay today. Talking about this brings up pain and joy in the same breath, to tell you the truth. So what have we learned about the reality of getting an alcoholic or addict ready to get help? We learned that, one, 
Among the most dangerous myths is the notion that an addict or alcoholic won't seek help until they are ready. Two, the second dangerous myth is the idea that addicts and alcoholics have to hit bottom before they're ready. We are asking the wrong questions. Number three, what we should ask is, what can we do to get them to accept help? Standing by waiting for them to get ready might be as good as a death sentence for some of them. Number four, families of loved ones overcome by addiction must first learn as much as they can about the disease, lest they themselves fall prey to dangerous assumptions. Five, interventions can be formal or informal. No matter the immediate outcome, the family has learned a lot and the seed has been planted for a future attempt. Our podcast is sponsored by SafeHouseRehab.com, a modern approach to recovery. To learn more, visit us at SafeHouseRehab.com.